Good morning and welcome to episode 65 of Mystery, Murder, and Magic. Something happened on Saturday that I want to talk about, and that's what led me to this episode. It's not my typical subject matter, or doesn't really reflect any of the recent episodes that I've put out lately, but I feel like today's episode may resonate with at least one of you. It's Monday, and that means it's time for a new episode of Mystery, Murder, and Magic. And here's your host. Andrea Lee and sometimes Alex. So Saturday around lunchtime, I was sitting in my car outside of the office that Alex works at. And I think in the past I've mentioned before that he works at a veterinarian's office. But y'all was sitting there. And I heard somebody talking, and I looked up to see this older man putting a pet taxi into his car. So I didn't think a whole lot of it. I just thought that he was talking to his pet. But then he came around to the driver's door, which was closer to my car, and I realized he was crying. And it wasn't just slight tears or anything like that. This man was sobbing. Well, it only took me a second to put together, you know, what was going on. And then I realized that he just had precious part of his life put to sleep. And I literally can still hear that man's sobs. Like, it deeply affected me. I started taking off my seatbelt because I just had to go say something to him. It's the times of COVID, so maybe not a hug, but... I just needed to do something, but I took off my seatbelt, and before I could get out the door, he had pulled out of his parking space and was leaving, but my heart is just broken for that man, and I mean, we've all been there, we've lost a pet, or maybe not even a pet, but, you know, a loss in general, so it's easy to put ourselves, you know, in that person's place, and you can empathize with them. Or maybe, you know, just maybe it was a friend who lost a pet and you had never experienced that. But you're feeling the feelings that your friend is going through. Just like that man on Saturday, I've never seen him before in my life. But I consumed his grief and it became mine to bear also. Now, if this sounds like you, you might be an empath not necessarily a terrible thing so don't feel like I've just diagnosed you with something horrible okay it's not that bad of a thing as long as you learn how to deal with it but there's so much more that goes along with being an empath and just feeling the feelings have you ever walked into a crowded room like maybe a restaurant or a party or something and all of the energy that's circulating through that room just 
suddenly overwhelms you. Like it just hits you all at once. Well, that's another trait that many empaths share. And chances are, when you walk into a crowded room, all the energy, all the vibes aren't positive ones. There's going to be negativity in any crowd of people. Even if you're going to this crowded place for a celebration, it's just natural. And people can still exude negative energy, even in a positive environment. And what sucks about that, or just general negativity anyway, is that negative energy is much easier to hone in on than positive energies. Maybe it's stronger, or maybe I'm just, maybe I'm the only one like that. But, you know, if there is one single negative person in a room, I can pick right up on that right away, and I can't stay there for long. It's like time to go. But, um, but for whatever reason that I get almost consumed by that negative energy in the, in the room or, you know, just in general, I find myself spending more and more time alone or with a very tight circle that doesn't make me want to run away. I'm sure you might be saying, yeah, that's me. But I have a difficult time maintaining romantic relationships too. It's not even going to be friendships, just like a romantic relationship. Now, I'm not afraid of commitment. I'm not too busy to put in the effort. And of course, I want to be loved and to give love. But the thing is, is that closeness and intimacy can overwhelm the hell out of me. I'm not even joking. A couple of years ago, I was in this relationship and we decided to rent this pretty little cabin in the mountains. Well, it was for a three-day weekend, but y'all, by the time that first night rolled around, I was stressed. I had this anxiety building up. And I was just feeling so tightly wound that I could just like literally unravel at any given moment. And of course, that caused a lot of arguing between us. I did love him at that time. I loved him dearly. But he clearly couldn't understand what was going on with me. And anything that I tried to tell him about what was going on inside of me, he said that I was just making excuses and I was being an ungrateful bitch. But it wasn't that at all. But let's move past that because that's just not fun to talk about. But yeah, I, I do enjoy my long time and I enjoy it often. I'm starting to enjoy it more and more often. <laughs> and speaking of spending time alone, being out in nature is definitely a place that I like to have a little bit of of a long time and I'm not talking about going out into this deep secluded area in the woods okay I mean if that's what you're into that's totally fine but you know I'm just talking about being out even if it's just like in your own backyard enjoying the sunshine and the blooming flowers blossoming trees and all that nature has to offer being out in nature especially walking around in the grass barefoot can reset your mind and spirit and i know that sounds silly but it really can it's a grounding technique and basically it directly connects you to earth 
you almost can literally feel the bad stuff just kind of draining out of your body and you feel that bad stuff being replaced with the good stuff i mean there's a whole thing about it like i'm going to say scientific but maybe it's not deeply scientific but i mean this is a thing um we may have to have an episode on that sometime in the future but if you're nodding your head and saying yes this is me well guess what you're probably an empath now i think in past episodes i've briefly talked about intuition and trusting it but another thing about empaths is or some empaths i should say is that our intuition is super strong that gut feeling it can really like just knock you for a loop and almost make you feel sick because it's so strong do you know what i'm talking about like even the slightest hint that something isn't quite right sets off like these internal alarms and those imaginary red flags start waving around and liars they don't stand a chance around us because you know right away when somebody is being deceitful now that's an empath thing now i want to go back to that absorbing feelings thing for a minute and I've tried many times to turn it off, but you know what? It just isn't as simple as that. You try not to care, but you can't help yourself. You have to take on those feelings. And as an empath, we want to help. We're just built that way. We really can't help ourselves. And not only do we just naturally absorb people's feelings, we seem to attract people into our life path that need us. And usually they only really need us just to talk to and listen to their problems. I've even had random people out in public just come to me and all of a sudden they're telling me every bad thing that's ever happened to them. And of course, when strangers or even friends tell us their problems, it becomes our problems also. And that can be overwhelming. So it's really important to find a balance between listening to them and being there for them, but not letting it weigh you down. Don't let it, you know, bury you. And you certainly don't want to come across as, you know, to somebody that needs you as being uncaring. That's just not in our nature. But boundaries are very important for empaths. Now, this kind of goes along with the nature thing that I was talking about earlier, but if you're an empath, you find yourself needing downtime to recharge your spiritual batteries. That's the only way I know how to put it. Like your mind and spirit in general can become so drained when you take on people's feelings and their physical pain and their problems. You can like become mentally and physically tired. So it's important to take some time away from those people who have like unloaded on you. You got to unload too. You got to recharge. And don't even feel guilty about it. You have to take care of you before you can take care of anybody else. And it's like they say, you can't pour from an empty pitcher. One big thing about me, y'all, is that loud noises, sudden noises, bright lights, and even certain smells are mentally and physically staggering. As empaths, we're sensitive, and not just to feelings, like fire trucks or fireworks or maybe the thunder and 
don't even get me started about pulsating or even steady bright lights all of that can trigger us and it can make us shut down and not only that i have been known to have migraines because of exposure to these things this is yet another characteristic of an empath when it's july the fourth you know i can kind of handle that with the fireworks and whatnot because i'll just put on like my earbuds and listen to music to drown out all the fireworks going on around me but you can't always prepare yourself for everything that you're sensitive to and being prepared doesn't always stop the overwhelming sensation from happening anyway but um you know we just have to learn to find our way of dealing with all of that and another trait that we may or may not share is that you might have a hard time setting boundaries and we talked about boundaries earlier but we really do have a hard time establishing those lines because we want to comfort and we want to heal we don't want to shut people out we feel like we need to be there for them but y'all let me make it clear that you don't have to have every single one of these traits to consider yourself an empath you might only have one or two of those traits so it's not like you got to have this, 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 and this. It can be one or two of those things. And you're definitely an empath. But the thing about being an empath is you just got to learn to accept that you are who you are. There's been times that I've really wanted to flip off the power switch and not be an empath anymore. But it's who I am. It's who I was made to be. It's who you were made to be. We just have to learn to accept that we were made this way and learn ways of keeping ourselves grounded. Well, that's it for today's episode. Have an awesome week, and don't forget to come back on Wednesday for Mystery, Murder, and Magic.